guys welcome back welcome back to the podcast welcome back to tomboy official happy pride month everybody happy pride month 2022 we made it um i know we all know you know that pride isn't all about you know the rainbows and festival parties and you know going out getting trashed and you know just partying till the break of dawn, chaps on, ass out kind of thing. Um, Even though, I mean, if it's available in your city or if you're able to get to a location where such activities are available and that appeals to you, then why not? I mean, I see no problem in celebrating life, uh, celebrating freedom, celebrating who you are. Um, You know, I... I find value in, um, you know, people challenging concepts like body shaming, challenging concepts like, um, you know, uh, food and health and mental health and, you know, how we think about our bodies and our partners and our connections and authenticity and connections with others and, um, you know, safe spaces and community. I mean, I think all these things are very important. So, um, yeah, if my voice sounds raspy, it's because I'm talking a lot quieter than usual. Um, I'm, uh, working from this hotel space that has very thin walls, uh, but enjoying myself about to hit up this work party um, from noon to four at the beach, but um, thank you, Southern California. That That's how we can do it. Um, but my system crashed for work. Not sure if it's the server or what, but it ain't working. So, I mean, it's moving so slowly and everyone else uh, in our... Uh, Microsoft Teams chat is saying the same thing, so I'm just going to record while I'm (laughs) waiting to be able to work again. Um, So, definitely there are lessons learned um, when it comes to, um, you know, relationships, relationship building, I mean, a lot of times, you know, people want to, you know, get into a relationship. And there is the um, common relationship um, that people get into, which is, uh, you know, uh, and there's nothing wrong with it. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, a lot of us, most of us were raised with most of us, not everybody, but statistically speaking, the majority of people are raised with heterosexual parents, are raised with um, not only their parents being hetero, but also having like heteronormative teachings about sexuality, sexual practices, um, what's considered culturally okay or not okay, um, these types of things. Um, a lot of us are um, taught in these certain ways and in school systems as well. Um, you know, a lot of us had the same sex ed of like, you know, here's a lot of scientific terminology and um, some insides of, you know, cross-sectional human anatomy of like sex organs and uh you know, you have sex by, you know, basically they teach you how to have babies pretty much or how to get pregnant. Um, but as far as like a well-rounded sex, sex education, um, it's, it's not too common that people in my generation had that in school. 
And also, a lot of people didn't really have parents that even had a sex talk with them. I mean, my parents didn't. They never, like, sat down and were like, look, like, I don't know, any kind of birds and the bees conversation or anything like that. They never did that. Like, the closest that ever came to that um, um, were maybe, like, one thing I can think of is that there was a time when my, you know, and I don't know what grade I was in, but it must have been before 10th grade, um, because my mom used to pick up myself, my brother, and my sister from a certain school, um, and I don't remember why, but there was something that one of my siblings was probably doing after school, um, on campus, where my mom would come pick us up, and I was in the car, with her, maybe her and my sister, because my sister was way younger, um, so her and probably my sister, we had a minivan, and, um, I would be in the car with my mom, and I think my brother, maybe he was on a sports team and had, like, basketball practice or football practice or, like, some kind of, like, flag football or some kind of sport or something, or maybe my sister was in some kind of activity but I remember multiple days a week for a period of time being the first one to come to the car um and being in there with my mom uh you know and um I don't know what grade I was in it was lower than 10th grade um or 10th grade at the at the oldest um I think I was in an older grade, somewhere between, like, grade 7 and 10, but I really don't remember the exact age. Um, But it was kind of, like, not really young. And I remember a couple conversations of... uh, I don't remember what what I mentioned. Like, I remember my mom kind of like briefly mentioning something about um the I guess lack of sexual encounters with between her and my father like she didn't like go in detail she was just like yeah we haven't been like doing that or whatever and I was kind of like I don't I didn't really want to know I was like I don't I don't remember how it came up in conversation but she mentioned it and then another time um, she was talking, and, um, I don't remember what she mentioned, but I remember myself saying, like, oh, I think masturbation is wrong, and it's evil, and people shouldn't do it, but I never learned that from my parents, um, I learned that from watching a, a pastor on television, because as a kid, I was so, like, involved in church that I actually did actually sometimes watch church on my free time. Like, I think BET maybe used to have church on Sunday sometime. I I don't know, but I remember I used to watch BET a lot. I had a TV in my bedroom, and we had cable, and I would watch BET, and I would watch, you know, TBN, and... MTV and like movies and stuff like that but um I remember like I don't know like I knew kind of what masturbation was from a very young age I didn't know like the word but um I just remember like later on coming across like the terminology like knowing what it was and then from that sermon that I heard on television, like later on, a little later on, but before this conversation, I remember thinking that there's something wrong with it um, because of the pastor that was saying something. I don't remember what he was talking about, but it was one of those pastors that was like up there, like shouting, yelling, kind of talking very like passionately. And I was like, oh, this is wrong. So I, like, shouldn't do this, you know. But it was, like, way later, like, 
after I'd already been doing it for, like, golly knows, like, how long, probably, I don't know, um, so I was like, oh, okay, and then I was like, I don't really want to, like, listen to what this pastor says, <laughs> like, who's this guy, you know, so I wasn't, like, it was kind of, like, always in the back of my head, but I never really, like, was, I don't remember ever, like, actively, like, making a point to, like, try not, I was like, well, maybe I'll just do it less, or, like, less often, or something, or just, like, whatever, I don't know, I don't really know, um, but then, yeah, I remember mentioning that to my mom in the car, and she never really commented about it, or made any, she didn't, like, agree with me when I made that comment, and she didn't disagree, she didn't say anything, she didn't, like, um, expand on it, or anything, so I was like, well, I didn't, that was, kind of like the extent of conversations about sexuality with my parents um other than one other one when my um when my dad uh I guess he saw that somebody had been looking at adult content on the internet like this is back before any of us knew how to like delete your browser history and we like had a shared desktop and like in the living room like but there are like certain times a day when it's like okay I'm home this time of day my brother's home this time of day my parents weren't really like home or like you know there was like a gap in time between like when you could like be online and like have a little bit of space to yourself but mind you the computer was always like in the living room um, or in our old house, we had, like, a little office room that was, like, between a hallway and one of the back bedrooms, um, so we had a computer there, so we've never really, up until when we got laptops, we never had a computer in, like, a space where you could just, like, be on there, like, using it, like, it was always, like, in a public area, um, but still, you know, like, I knew there were times when, like, family would not be like around all the time because my family was pretty outgoing active you know as far as like hobbies and things like my mom would like shuttle us around in LA nonetheless so it's like when she would leave it's not like she'd be gone like five minutes like she'd be gone like for a while and then like my dad wasn't home often like he was working a lot or like doing other stuff and so there were plenty of times where we were just like unsupervised on the internet and um, you know, I browsed around and like looked for stuff, but it's kind of interesting that the first things I looked up were like, like guys, and that was probably like in my teens, but I would look up guys like that were interested in other guys, but like younger guys, kind of like twink guys. I don't know if they were, uh, what age they were. I mean, it didn't matter for me then because I was like a teen probably, um, and so, um, this is kind of like preteen, teenage years, um, probably around 10th grade or so, ninth or 10th grade, I, at least, because I just remember what house we were in, um, and we moved into that house when I was in like ninth or, ninth or 10th grade, um, I think we moved there when I was in like 10th grade, so that we could have like a year of residency there to be able to go to the public school across the street. And so I remember um, like looking at, you know, I don't remember what it was, but I'm pretty sure it was like XY Magazine, like, but it was just like the same cover. It was like a cover, um but I never like purchased anything or bought it or anything I just remember coming across it and being like this is a cool website but it didn't like update or anything but like I was just intrigued by like how I found it interesting I was like why am I so like drawn to this but like that's all I really knew like I was never like looking into like heterosexual couples or like women even or like just like guys like I would watch probably like guy like solo videos and stuff but like it was usually gay guys like that was kind of more my taste and I was always kind of like why do I like looking at like gay guys like I never really understood it and then like yeah I mean kind of all unfolded later on but I mean like 
yeah, it was kind of interesting because I was never like fully like at school like crushing on guys like or or girls like there was never really anybody um that I really was interested in like there was maybe there were like three guys so there was one guy who was like older and older not older but like in an older grade um and he was you know athletic a black guy and I was like well ideally this is the kind of guy my parents would want me to be with and so you know I told one of my friends Jocelyn um like we didn't really talk much but we kind of like were black and there were like not really other black females so I remember we kind of talked briefly about like some crushes that we had and I was like really into this band Immature um I kind of liked their they weren't really androgynous but they weren't like super masked guys um they were kind of like you know sensitive R&B artists kind of thing but um you know I used to read like um, Word Up magazine and Write On magazine and I think I would read like Bop Bop magazine and there was like some other magazine. It was like the white magazines and the black magazines basically. Um like pop culture stuff. And then um yeah, I just remember being like really um interested and immature and I would get the magazines like spend my allowance on like magazines with them on the cover or them in the magazine and stuff for like a good couple years I was really into them and then uh my friend you know I guess every I kind of liked everybody in the class as like friends like I didn't like really have enemies I just kind of talked to everybody a little bit at least but like I had my, like, main group of friends, but I never was, like, never willing to talk to certain people. And, like, so we kind of vibed on both, like, being black females and, you know, having crushes on this band Immature. And then I think later on they started calling themselves IMX or something like that. But then, like, Immature was their name uh, from the start. And then... um, they, uh, yeah, she was asking me, like, if I liked any of the guys, um, at the school, um, and there was, there was a guy that I was kind of, I guess, interested in, um, this computer, um, there was a guy that I was interested in, but, um, he was more or less like into one of my friends so um and I mean I wasn't like really into him it was just like so the first the first guy that I was the first way that it came up was uh, we used to have this (laughs) spirit week um, and then, um, it was, like, I guess the end of the week, or the week before, I guess, um, there was this time period where you could basically, um, bid on, it was like a slave day, and then they changed it to, like, servant day, because, you know, the connotations of slaves, (laughs) like, so. They did eventually change that terminology, but um, basically it was like, it was mostly guys that would get auctioned off from grades like 7 to 10, and it was mostly like girls who were like crushing on them, um, who would like bid, and then there was that um, guy in the older grade, he was like in high school, and I was like in junior high, and I remember like my teacher being like, I mean, my friend being like, oh, like, did you, like, because we both were saying that we had a a crush on this same guy, that we found him, like, attractive or whatever, and I, and I didn't, I just, 
was saying that kind of because I was like, well, this is appropriate. Like if somebody found out, nobody would care. Like nobody would be like shocked or surprised. My parents would be happy with this. Like he's got a good reputation. He's a really nice guy. Um, he looks attractive. Um, but I did actually have a crush on a guy that was a different guy. He was maybe one grade older than me and was a basketball player as well, a black guy. Um, he was one of the best basketball players at the school. And then he was um, just kind of shy. And he used to hang out with these guys um, named Alpha and Zeta. <laughs> they were these brothers that were really smart guys and the um, older brother was really skilled at, at playing, playing piano. And so I remember I was like, I was kind of into, you know, that group. Cause like his friend group was nice and they were all nice guys, but they were just like smart and athletic. And I was like, that was, you know, like nice. And they had nice personalities, but they weren't like egotistical or anything. And so I kind of just liked the way they were. And I was really into sports, too. So I was like, in my head, I was like, this would be cool if, like, I could hang out at his house. And, like, his sister, he had a sister that was, like, younger than me. And I was like, it would be cool if I was friends with his sister and then friends with him and his mom. And if they would let me come over and we would, like, play basketball and video games and go to church together and stuff. Like, I just wanted to hang out, basically. Um, but I thought I was, like, really into this guy. But I thought I was into this other older guy more, older high school guy more, when I was in like seventh grade or so. And I remember, you know, me and my friend talking about like, oh, like, would you, she asked me, I think she was like, would you have bid on him? Like, you know, if there wasn't like a crowd or whatever. And I was like, yeah, I kind of wanted to like bid on him. But there were like some other like really boy crazy kind of girls that like were very like open about their interest in in guys that were always like flirty with him and he was flirty with them all the time and like they were like always like you know like turning each other on and stuff like like after school and like I would be like observing this I'd be sitting at a table trying to do my homework and they'd be like on this little couch like across from like in, in this little room where we could do homework and study and there were it was like couches chairs and like those big like picnic tables but like indoors and I would sit at the picnic tables and just kind of watch how they would like flirt with each other and like all this kind of stuff and I was like okay like this is interesting, <laughs> like, because I didn't know anybody else that was, like, doing anything like that, like, most of the people I knew were really very ultra-conservative, like, not even really dating, not even really talking about dating or crushes or interests, like, that was even still a little bit taboo, because, you know, it was a very religious school with a lot of religious upbringing type of people, and so I was like, okay, this is kind of something that guys like, and this is how girls get their attention, and all, like, I was just kind of, like, observing, because I was like, how the hell else am I gonna figure out, like, what is going on out there, like, because <laughs> I didn't really know what was happening, um, so yeah, my friend asked me that question, and then I remember responding, you know, as I did, that, and then I remember, shortly after that um like being in the kitchen because we used to um uh bake pies these uh, apple pies that would cost twenty dollars for like fundraising um because we would go to trips like from LA to San Diego and like all over doing all kinds of trips and stuff and so we would fundraise by baking and then you know selling pies um for trips and like 20 bucks a pie is a lot you know like and we had a lot of people purchasing them so we would bake a whole lot and they'd always sell out and then we had a teacher that would have us like learn how to do this and we would all be in the kitchen like a whole class of like I don't know 10 eight of us I don't know a lot of us and then me and that girl started talking about this guy again you know and then um 
I uh, I remember so, I don't remember exactly what I said, but I made a comment about like how I had a crush on this guy or how I found him attractive or how he's hot or something. I've said something along those lines. And the teacher, I remember the teacher who is, you know, she's a lesbian lady. And I never really knew that she was a lesbian while I was in school. But she was a mask presenting female, very like outdoorsy and everything. And I never really knew like why I kind of like, liked. I didn't like have a crush on her, but I liked her as in like, I liked her, um, enthusiasm and just kind of her mild mannered nature and just how she was like cool with things and um I remember her giving me this like look like and it's kind of interesting that I understood the look and that look was kind of like oh like that's not true you don't like him like kind of and like I knew I didn't really like this high school guy. I was just kind of saying it. And she probably knew that I was gay um, before I did. <laughs> like, And she, she didn't like give me a look like in a rude way, but it was just kind of like, it's kind of interesting how I picked up on when I was saying those words and I knew multiple people heard me. Um, when I was saying those words, I knew that that was not true. I was like, I am not interested in this guy. I'm just kind of like playing it up because it's like a safe person to be interested in. And, you know, I never talked to him. I never really like cared. Like, it, like it's a small school, so we all like knew about each other. Um, but... Yeah, that was an interesting experience. And then I remember after that experience being like, oh, um, being like, oh, like I, um, I like, um, didn't really like anybody, like, at all really like I can't think of anybody that I really had a crush on up until maybe my junior senior year I guess it was my junior year because there was a senior at the public school um so I went to public school junior and senior year of high school and there was a, a senior named Mario Gutierrez um really sweet sensitive guy um and you know like he was nice um and that's basically it like I would sit behind them and like in Spanish class and certain classes and just like watch him you know like Spanish was one of my better classes so I didn't really even have to pay attention because the school I had gone to before I'd already like surpassed you know because I would just like be practicing Spanish with my Spanish speaking friends and like you know, being around them, and, like, every Sunday, there was a sports league, where on Sundays, you know, I was around, like, people speaking Spanish very often during soccer season, and I would just be around people like that all the time, and so, you know, I understood enough Spanish to, like, just, you know, not pay attention in class, and then they just give me the homework assignments, and I just go home and do it, because the books we were doing at that school weren't as good as the book I was already done with, um, and then all the practice I'd had on my own, and so I remember, like, you know, just, like, looking at him, and then there was this, this kid, um, who sat kind of behind me, and he was just like, oh, yeah, I know a secret about you, but I don't want to, like, embarrass you or whatever, and he said something like, like, you, you have a crush on Mario, and I was just like, no, like, Mario likes you, or whatever, like, I made some weird comment that made, like, no sense, um, as, like, a comeback, and then, like, Mario heard it, and then he was like, ooh, like, kind of, like, she got you, or, like, whatever, but even though it was, like, you know, he could tell that, like, 
Tyler was trying to, like, embarrass me about it, I guess. And then, like, I wasn't, like, too bothered um, by it to my recollection. But I, I denied it. I wasn't like, oh, yeah, I have a crush on this guy. But I did. But it wasn't, like, um, anything too, like interesting it was just kind of more like okay like I like him like he was an attractive guy um and he had a good reputation good personality everybody kind of liked him um and that was all that was kind of (laughs) all there was really no um change from there probably up until about um like I was dating people during like grad school not so much during my undergrad cause I was just um during undergrad I was like pretty swamped I wasn't really dating like I was definitely socializing and mingling a whole lot during undergrad but I wasn't, like, dating anybody, and then I started dating someone, um, like, uh, later, I, like, how old was I, like, I started dating some, well, yeah, in grad school, pretty much, a couple people I dated, um, but I started gravitating more towards, like, bi people, Because I was like, okay, I could date, like, a bi guy, you know. Um, And so I just dated, like, bi guys. I didn't really date straight guys or anything. And then, um, you know, I I, I don't really remember, like, actively having crushes on a lot of people. I mean, I remember I was, like, in third grade, I was, like, in love with the community theater, like, the when I was a kid it was like a children's community theater and all the kids were like third grade fourth grade fifth grade age and I was like in third grade or something and had a crush on the girl that played Peter Pan I thought you know with her pixie cut and how she was in the boys like Peter Pan clothes and like that was the first time I remember being like oh I'm like really into this um she was a good singer and I was just like captivated I was like oh my gosh and I remember wanting to tell my friend that was like next to me and I was like hey like you know and I was like ah like I shouldn't tell him that I should keep this to myself and I don't know how I knew that but I was like this is something I need to keep to myself because this is this is a gay thought like I kind of vaguely knew I was like this is a gay thought and I should just, like, keep this to myself, but I never really put two and two together, probably until, like, near, like, grad school, when I started, like, gravitating more towards, like, LGBT kind of, like, friends and crushing on them, but we didn't really talk about LGBT topics or anything, it was kind of just, like, um, a little bit like I had a friend I think we had this like human sexuality class and um you know I had a lesbian friend in that class and I remember we were able to write out our whole like sexual history or something like you could just write it and I remember like it was grad school so most of my papers were like 30 pages and there was no page limit but I was like well all my papers to get an A usually 20 to 30 pages is like an A and so I was just thinking about okay but then I I did just kind of freestyle write it and I had enough to fill 30 pages like I was plenty you know even though I wasn't really like running around the streets or anything like I had plenty to write about as far as like in my mind what was going on and um I uh I might actually read through not in not live on the internet but I might actually see if I can find that paper um and read it and see what it said (laughs) because like I'm kind of curious to know what it said but I remember like 
my friend I remember like there was a this uh, African-American female friend I had in that class and I remember like we would text each other email each other or whatever like I was pretty like open with them a little bit and I remember you know starting to be more open with people in grad school I was like that was the first time that I felt like I was in like a safe space um undergrad too undergrad too but um grad school more so um just the the people I met were just such good quality like just ah like couldn't compare to any other thing any other type of situation I was just so so enamored by so many people so I really was like in love with um, a lot of the things that that were going on in grad school and I really admired a lot of the people I met and started having these deeper connections um, and I was able to be more authentically myself I felt like I was able to put my guard down I didn't have to be like tough shell sarcastic like like kind of like get away like I don't like you like uh, like jab jab here here and there there you know like like in the Adventist community I kind of had to be that way as like a protective measure of being like hey you know like I am a soft sensitive person but I couldn't really be like that when I was like around other Adventist people because I was like yeah I gotta keep like a tough shell because these people you know I see them every day of the week so I can't let myself like I can't really let them in because like they're not safe people and I still feel that way um, unfortunately, but, um, I, I would say, um, um, yeah, so this paper we had to write, and I'm pretty sure I've talked about all this stuff before, but it's just interesting that it's on my mind. Um, this paper we had to write was, um, you know, I, I, I messaged my friend cause I was like, you know, how many pages is your, how many pages did you write because I wrote like 30 pages and my friend was like damn like you wrote 30 pages I think she said she wrote like seven or something like that and she's trying to get to 14 and I was just like oh shit like I wrote too much you know and so I remember trying to like scale mine back because I was like it's maybe not normal to write so much like about this topic um and every week we had like a prompt that we had to like write like a one pager on and then we'd watch like videos in the class and like comment on them um and it's kind of weird it's kind of weird to talk about honestly but um because a lot of this stuff like I haven't really like sat down and like processed what was going on but now in my current self it's easy to look back and be like oh okay so um I remember as part of the class um yeah we had to write this paper um it was basically just like a sexual history paper or something like that like of our own and we also had to give her a presentation, but I get not of the paper of something different. And I remember it being like a little bit of a challenge because I was like not too familiar sharing like sexual topics with the class. But I was like, I felt comfortable enough to do it in my own way. And so um, I shared about... Um, my uh I shared about um like yeah just my history basically and I think I got the paper down to like 20 something pages and then I remember going to class and we're all sitting like in a circle we would kind of arrange the desk in like a little circle um and before the professor would get there we were all there already and then um you know the TA was one of the people in our cohort she would collect our like one pagers and then I remember it was the day that paper was due and I was like sitting in the class and um um I don't remember why we were like talking about all kinds of stuff but like I remember 
um I would like I like to get there early because I like to talk to like my friends like we were a small cohort and it was a fun time talking to people in the class and so I went in the class that day that the paper was due and then I remember that friend putting me kind of on blast like she was just kind of like yeah Grace wrote like 30 pages and I'm just like oh wait (laughs) but the thing is is like I was always just kind of like this very shy, reserved person that like wasn't like I've never been like very like outwardly sexual, like in a public arena other than if I'm like really drinking or like really stoned or like, you know, like at a at a gay club and like somebody approaches me and they start like, you know, like dancing up on me and like the last time that happened wasn't that long ago and you know I welcomed it you know I've had you know females come up and be like definitely they're showing they're interested and you know I'll dance with them and like if they want to like touch things I don't really mind like it doesn't really bother me at all um actually approve of it I'm just like please just go ahead you know like I I'm not put off by it at all I actually like it a lot so I'm like go for it you know but um other than that I'm usually not like around my friends doing these things I'm kind of like I'll go off and just like disappear (laughs) and go do my own thing over there with somebody you know someone else um and uh yeah, that's kind of how I'll, um, kind of, uh, get together, uh, how, how I'll, like, interact more on a sexual level, mm, but, yeah, like, the class was interesting, and this was in grad school, um, so we were able to talk in more depth about things and I remember going to a sex shop a sex boutique with one of my friends and you know um I remember being there and at first I was kind of cracking jokes and then there was some video I remember being into where there was like this hetero couple and I guess they were like tickling each other with feathers or something I don't really know what the video was but it was just like playing in the background and I remember my friend was like still shopping around and looking around and I was like watching this video for a while (laughs) like probably at least three four or five minutes you know I was like watching it like I wasn't like you know just um I was watching it watching it you know like I was just like this 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 uh, person I went with was a guy and I was just like watching this video I was like not even like in in this project anymore I was just like <laughs> into this video and like you know I was I didn't really feel too awkward about it I was like comfortable a little bit a little drawn in because I'd never like been like in a public place watching some like erotic kind of video it was just kind of like I guess I liked the experience of it, not so much the content of the video. Not that I didn't like the content of the video, but I didn't necessarily, like, care as much as I was just like, oh, this is a pretty comfortable space. It's, like, well lit. There was, like, a, you know, like a kind of, like, the person who was, like, there. It was just me, my friend, and maybe one or two other people in the whole shop, um that were in and out real quick and then me and him were just like looking at every single thing in the whole store because it was part of the project um was to like look at certain things but we kept the worksheets like in the car because I was going to bring them out initially and I remember him being like wouldn't it be weird if we like bring a like checklist um why don't we just keep it in the car and I was like okay yeah that makes more sense and so you know, I was uncomfortable at first, um, just kind of like joking about the like little maids outfits and all this kind of weird little stuff, how it said like one size fits all. And I'm like, really? Like, that can't be right. I'm like different stuff like that where I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got, we got, we got, you know, into that store and like looked at everything. And he asked the person at the register a couple questions about the penis pumps about like for enlarging and things like if they really work and like um 
I was kind of like giggling, just like, oh my god, I can't believe he's like actually asking about this. Um, and then, you know, there was like a downstairs section that was like LGBT, like mostly like LGBT twink guy videos. Like, I remember looking at the twink videos section. Um, just these were just all on the shelf, and then it was a pretty big store. I think it was in Pasadena or something, something boutique, I can't remember the name. But it was nice, and I was like, okay, that was a good experience. So that, along with, like, being in the class where we would always watch, like, we would always have a prompt that we would turn in before class would start, and then we would get back our previous prompt from the previous class that was just checked off that we did it. Um, Maybe some comments from the professor on there, but it wasn't, like, grammatical or editing or anything. It was just kind of, like, comments to, like, um, you know, ex- expand on kind of our own mentality and psyche about the topics and stuff. Um, and then, um, we would just start, like, whatever the topic was or whatever, like, we would watch the video that he had and then we would go around and, like, everyone could give a comment. And I don't think I ever commented on any of the videos. Um, and then there was a certain point where we started doing uh, presentations. And so every week we would have a presentation or a video if somebody wasn't pre- presenting. And so I remember one class when my, when the professor asked my lesbian friend like um, about how to explain about how to find the G spot. And I remember her, first she was kind of, like, hesitant, and then she kind of explained it, and I was like, oh, like, okay. So I think I learned about what that was from that class from her, and then I think um, later on, like, I did a presentation that was on the Ananga Ranga, like, A-N-A-N-G-A, then the next word R A N G A. Um, it's a book from India, and I first wanted to do the Kama Sutra, but then I found that other book, and so I bought off uh, probably Amazon back when it was this back then they only really had books and stuff. So I remember buying off Amazon this book, um, this Kama Sutra, and Anangaranga book, kind of mixed topics with like a lot of like old school like ancient indian artistic pictures it was like traditional type pictures but it would still have like the people and the positions and everything and it would have all the like um explanations and you can get this book i'm pretty sure if you just type anangaranga pdf or something you can get like the whole book online like for free like it's translated into english and stuff and um it was a good book our school library had it the university library and then um i you know was reading it um for the class it was basically like sex strategies like tips of like things you can do for like physical intimacy but it was uh um uh like tips for like physical intimacy but it was um oh, I'm blinking how do you say this um it was basically um available f- like to try to like you know you can rent it from the library and so I started learning a lot about it because I was like I need something I can present on that's not going to be like awkward for me I have to be able to give a good presentation so I was like what can I present and so I remember getting that book with the pictures um to pass around to the classmates and I remember my professor being like Grace because it had like all these like pretty explicit pictures but they were like if you know like art from india it was like that style art from india from like 
ancient times like it wasn't like modern art it was like ancient looking pictures um mostly of people that were like from india like you could see by like their garb and their complexion and their like facial features that they were like of the culture and it was like a whole book um very well written i wish i had the name of it It, i don't know where i put it honestly and i remember having that book and the book from the library and passing them around for people to look at and giving a presentation about it and then i remember another uh time in class where the professor wanted me to comment on one of the the videos that he was showing because he'd never you know i'd never commented on anything um on my own and then he asked me what I thought about it and I was like I don't know it's kind of like boring like I didn't know how else to like verbalize what I was trying to say but I was just like it's kind of boring compared to some of the other videos that we've seen it's uh kind of dull and boring but I guess what I was trying to say is like it it doesn't interest me it was just like a straight couple having like slow sensual missionary sex and I was just like this has nothing to do with anything (laughs) like I didn't know how to verbalize it I was just like this is like the furthest thing from what I would have any interest in like naturally to really want to actually look at on my own or to even look at during class like I was just kind of like okay we're watching this but whatever like you know, I didn't feel anything about it. I, other than just like, I was spacing out and I was just kind of like, this is boring, like yawn kind of thing. And, uh, he kind of was trying to ask me to expand and I was like trying, but I didn't really have the words. I was just like, I don't know what to say. Um, what else to say? Like how else to describe like my, um, experiences of like viewing this video um I didn't really know how I felt about it so um yeah I was getting kind of like um ready to kind of uh you know want to be connected um you know, with my friends, like, I I remember my friends did this, uh, uh, bisexual, um, uh, presentation, and, um, I think they did it together, and one of the friends was a guy, and I remember him telling me, like, oh, he never acts like this, because he was kind of acting, like, more effeminate and flamboyant, and he was he's he mentioned that like multiple times like oh, i never really act like that you know like you know like how was the presentation was it good and i was like yeah it was really good um and he asked me a few times about what i thought about it and i was thinking well maybe he's bi but then also i i thought he was gay like when I met him I thought he was um like he's never really um I don't know (laughs) like he just kinda uh does this does this thing but um you know I just assumed he was gay and also he was like besties with that uh with the lesbian chick that was in our cohort and then we all got like really close and you know i was never like fully out to them to like way after the fact um i visited one of them at san francisco pride um before the rona um so that was probably like 2018 or 2019 or so um and that's the last time we really saw one another but yeah like i was like wow um But it was just, you know, I, I feel like it was kind of, I was a bit stifled. Because even through most of uh, grad school, 
when I was in grad school in LA, like I was still, other than one year, I was mostly living at my parents' house. So I think a lot of that contributed to me being like, not too um, overt or open about, you know, my sexuality. And um, even to like, you know, now it's like, okay, now I am like, um, in spaces where it's like there's other gay co-workers and I'm around other gay staff and we have gay clients and like, you know, I worked at a place where I'm pretty sure everybody knew I was gay there. Like, <laughs> just we never really talked about it. I remember I had one uh, client on a Valentine's Day in like 2019. Um, she was a client I'd worked with since I was like a practicum student. And, our, you know, she would always get into relationships super quick. And then, like, you know, like she'd have a crush like somebody and then, like, be involved and, like, half wanting to move in within, like, a day or two. Just not very good boundaries. And I remember her asking me around Valentine's Day because I think we worked on Valentine's Day or something or the next day was Valentine's or something. And I had a session with her, like, right then. And she was just like are you going out, you know, for Valentine's Day? Like, are you dating? Like, do you have, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend? And I was just like, oh, yeah, like, I'm not really doing anything specific, but, you know, I'm dating somebody. And then she's just like, oh, so what you're saying is that, like, you're dating somebody, but it's not really going like you want. And I'm like, no, it's going like I want. But, you know, it's a little early um, for me to be, like, with this person um you know we're going out on dates you know but like it would be early for me to like because we had just met like probably like three weeks before and or something and so like I think I met somebody in like January and then I was like kind of like it's kind of soon to be like trying to like get involved for like a Valentine's Day situation you know for me I was like it's too early for this and so I didn't, um, I didn't, uh, you know, get with her, get, I did well, obviously, I mean, but I, you know, that was the first time that I explained to one of my clients kind of how I felt, um, and, you know, I had other clients that were, I think they pretty much knew, um, what I was interested in, and they were all respectful, like, no, none of my clients were really, like, oh like about me you know like they were kind of like I think they kind of knew I was like in myself and you know nobody really seemed to have a problem with me and I remember having like at the same job though but in a different building having a crush on one of my co-workers um that was probably the first um crush I had on a female um of somebody that was like even though she was married, like, I was into her, and I knew she was lesbian, I don't think she knew about me, but, like, she was always complimenting on my clothing style, like, I remember she liked one of my button downs, and I remember she liked my jeans, and, like, I remember I would, like, actively avoid her, like, I would use, like, a certain copier in the back of the building, because, like, she would be in the front, or I'd, like, hear her coming, because she'd wear, like, these Doc Martens, and, like, I, I tried to, like, not talk to her too much because, like, I was really, really shy around her and I, like, couldn't focus at work at all whenever she was around. So I really tried to, like, not <laughs> talk to her too much. Um, but I remember, like, one of the happiest days <laughs> was when I was, like, um, talking to one of the other co-workers. We parked next to each other on one side of the parking lot and she came like running and there were those like hedges in the middle of like these low hedges in the middle of the uh, parking lot and she like ran over and like jumped over the bushes and came over and like, hey, what are you guys talking about? And I was kind of like, you know, she was saying how she stressed at work and I was like, when I look back, I'm like, dude, there were so many times that... You know, and I ended up actually going on a date with her, in which I blew, I blew it, totally blew it. But um, when when she wasn't married, um, I had swiped on this app, and I was just swiping, swiping away, one day, not even like looking, and then it 
she commented back on my um, profile about like, hey, is this you? And I'm like, oh, like, like imagine like someone you had a crush on that you worked with. She suddenly had left abruptly from work, so we'd had no contact. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, probably about a little over, like, the end of that year, I guess, she was, like, wanting to go out. And I'm like, oh, shoot, you know? And, like, even when I look back at, like, how that date went and how things were, and, like, I'm like, damn, I really blew that. But, I mean, um... Yeah, so that's kind of how I came into what I'm doing now and where I'm at now with things. Like, now it's easy to just date or whatever, but I'm wondering, too, because I'm kind of back at the house with my folks, I have really noticed a significant change in, like, um, my comfort. You know, I think about things like... I'm doing laundry and I've got like some like guys like jockey shorts in here and like some you know boxer briefs in here and you know what's my mom gonna think you know or like certain kind of conversations and topics that come up like she'll be like oh like when you get a husband or like certain comments about things and I'm just getting kind of like not uncomfortable but I'm like oh, we're back to this again. And, like, I just met up with two of my really close um, childhood friends, one I've known from second grade, the other one I met in, like, third grade. And our parents, you know, we all grew up together and everything. And, you know, they were all they're connected with the church. And after talking to one of them for a while, you know, I mean, I know he tells us stuff because he's... Um, you know, trying to be open, but also, you know, he tells other people's business, like, about his parents' mental health, and about one of my friend's, uh, mental health, and, like, kind of how he has a comment about one of my friend's work histories and stuff, and just stuff like that, where I'm just kind of, like, it just doesn't feel safe anymore, um, I don't really think he means wrong by it, I just think, He's so comfortable sharing things with us that he just shares, like, everything. And I don't really like that because then I start thinking, like, what's he going to say about me, you know, to other people? And so I don't really share with them about myself. But, um, yeah, we tend to otherwise, you know, otherwise I just kind of you know, don't interact too much with those types of people, um, you know, I can I tend to kind of have the mentality, like, I, I do what I do, I don't owe anybody an explanation, I don't owe anybody, you know, identifying information about my personal life, like, if you are there, and part of it, more than just catching up at a coffee shop once every year or something like if you're there and you're part of it then you know you'll you'll be able to uh if you're there and part of it then you'll know what I'm doing but I feel like the people who don't know what I'm doing is because they're not really involved in my life and so if you're not involved I'm probably not going to be talking to you about it anyways that's just kind of my mentality on it all but, um, yeah, there's all this, but, yeah, I think that's kind of all I really had to say, um, it's just kind of, like, my own history with, like, you know, shame of sexuality and shame of, like, gender-related, you know, thinking and all kinds of different shame-related topics, you know, that's, you know, shame is, like, an opposite type of uh reaction than pride pride is like you are embracing something and you know you don't owe anybody anything and you know you're proud of who you are you're you like yourself for who you are um you have like a positive connection with who you are um on a lot of different levels and versus like not feeling that way at all <laughs> 
Um, because it's possible to not feel that way at all. Um, to actually feel opposite and negative. Um, but yeah, guys. Well, I'm hoping that my work is back up and running because I am really just. I'm kind of over today and I haven't even started like work. They have, I still have to go to this four hour work party and I'm like literally almost falling asleep right now. Um, I'm not in the mood. I didn't sleep too good. I'm tired. I didn't have a lot of caffeine. I had a little couple sips of C4, couple sips of some Coca-Cola. I haven't even eaten anything yet. So I'm probably going to eat. <sighs> eat and then shower real quick and then probably just head out to the work party but all right guys thanks for listening